Hi everybody, this is God Sad. I wasn't planning on doing a Sad Truth today, but I was uh, scrolling through my Twitter uh, account and I saw a tweet from Brian Keating, who's a professor of physics at UCSD. Uh, he's been on my show and I've been on his. Uh, great guy. And so kudos to him for alerting me to this incredible story, which I will now include in my forthcoming book. Uh, let me give you the context. Uh, such an incredible story. So in the book, I talk about a, a doctoral student at my university, at, Corn at Concordia University, who graduated with his PhD uh, in his early 90s. Uh, I think he still is probably the oldest uh, PhD recipient. Uh, and, you know, so I had a whole bunch of stories about how it's never too late to go back and pursue your dreams and, you know, being persistent and so on. Uh, and now I can add this additional story to it. I'm going to read you. I, I didn't even read the whole uh, article. I'm just going to be discovering it here with you. When I found out about the story, I was so moved by it. So this is absolutely incredible. And this hopefully should serve as uh, a lesson for everybody who's saying, you know, am I too old to go back to school? Am I too old to pursue my dreams? Watch this story and then tell me if you're too old. And of course, as I said, uh, this story and uh, several other uh, truly inspiring stories will be uh, covered in great length in my forthcoming book when I talk about uh, persistence and grit and, you know, focusing on a goal and so on. So here we go. So Br this is in uh, Brown uh, University's uh, physics news. Brown physics student Memfred Steiner earns PhD at 89. Okay, you ready? So here we go. Uh, sorry, bear with me. Okay, at the age of 89, Manfred Steiner is finally what he always wanted to be, a physicist. After successfully defending his dissertation, Steiner will receive his PhD from Brown University's Department of Physics in February. For Steiner, it is the realization uh, of a lifelong dream, albeit one that was temporarily interrupted by a 30-plus year career in medicine. It's an old dream that starts in my st childhood, Steiner said. I always wanted to become a physicist. Now he's done it. He plans to continue working with his advisor, physics professor Brad Marston, to publish journal articles based on his dissertation titled Corrections to the Geometrical Interpretation of Bosonization. A winding road. To say that Steiner's path to a PhD in physics was not a traditional one would be an understatement. As a young man, Steiner fled the chaos of his birthplace of Vienna as World War II ended and eventually made his way to the United States. I knew physics was my true passion, but the time, by the time I, had, I graduated high school, Steiner said, but after the war, my uncle and my mother advised me to take up medicine because it would be a better choice in these turbulent after-war years. Although he excelled at and loved physics, Steiner followed his family's advice. My uncle was a physician, an ear, nose, and throat specialist, and he had taught in the United States for a while, Steiner said. He taught plastic surgery, showing people how to make noses smaller or how to straighten them out. My family's advice was that medicine was the best path for me, so I reconciled myself. They are older and wiser, and I followed their advice. Steiner went on to earn a medical doctorate in 1955 from the University of Vienna, and soon after his graduation, he made his way to Washington, D.C., where he finished his initial training in internal medicine. He next began a train, traineeship in hematology at Tufts University under Dr. William Damaschek, who the American 
Society of Hematology describes as the preeminent American clinical hematologist of his time. The trainee the traineeship included a three-year training in biology at the Massachusetts Institute of Technology, and he earned a PhD in biochemistry there in 1967. So Dr. Steiner was already had a medical doctorate, practiced medicine, was you know getting training in medicine, obtains a PhD in biochemistry in 1967, so around the time that I was born. Then Steiner moved to Rhode Island, where he was offered a position as a hematologist in the newly established program in medicine at Brown University, now the Warren Alpert Medical School. In 1968, he was appointed as an associate professor of medicine, working primarily in research. He was promoted to full professor in 1978. In 1985, Steiner was appointed head of the hematology section of the medical school, a position he held until 1994. When approaching retirement, an associate of Steiner's became chief of hematology at the University of North Carolina, Greenville, and asked Steiner to join him to establish a research program in hematology. Steiner went on to direct that program until 2000, when he retired from medicine and returned to Rhode Island. All the while, Steiner's passion for physics never left him. Even when I was in medical school, I went at times to lectures by a renowned physicist, Walter Thiering, Steiner said. His lectures always fascinated me. I was captivated by quantum physics and wished I could go into more detail in this. That deep dive into quantum mechanics would have to wait, however. You cannot do medicine halfway, Steiner said. You really have to dedicate your life to it. But throughout his long career in medicine, Steiner says he never stopped thinking about physics. Physics was always a part of me, he said, and when I retired from medicine and I was approaching age 70, I decided to enter the world of physics. So imagine when I get students who approach me, come to my office, say, hey, Professor Saad, I'm thinking of getting an MBA. I'm thinking of maybe, you know, doing a degree in evolutionary psychology. I'm thinking of getting my PhD, but, you know, I'm 29 or I'm 32. I feel that I'm too old. This gentleman is already a medical doctor already has a PhD in biochemistry in 1967, retires at 70, and wants to go back to school to study physics. He's going in my next book, let me tell you that much. The 70-year-old undergrad. Steiner started taking physics classes at MIT, but soon found the demands of commuting to Boston overwhelming, so he decided to transfer to the program in physics at Brown, where he had spent a good part of his academic life. He found the Brown Physics Department a welcoming environment for a late-in-life learner. Teachers were delighted to have me in class, Steiner said, and his fellow students liked him and treated him well. Steiner did not consciously set out to earn a third doctoral degree when he began his studies at Brown. Originally, I just wanted to take classes doing something that helped my mind and was interesting to me, Steiner said. But by the spring of 2007, Steiner had completed enough classes to be admitted to the graduate school as a PhD degree candidate. After admission to the PhD program, Steiner continued his coursework at the graduate level and set out to look for a dissertation advisor. Initially, Steiner considered nuclear physics but thought it might take him away from his family. So he approached Brad Marston, who is a condensed matter theorist who also works on climate science. Marston says he did not work on nuclear theory, so I gave Manfred a project that was the closest to high-energy physics that I did, which was bosonization. Marston recalls initially being skeptical when approached by a septuagenarian student about serving as a dissertation advisor. Quote, 
To be honest, I was skeptical because people do not usually do physics, especially theoretical physics, at an advanced age, Marston said. But in a moment of weakness, I agreed and said yes. I knew his story and I was very sympathetic to his desire to fulfill his lifelong dream of becoming a physicist. I mean, can you imagine how inspiring the story is? The guy is 70 years old. He's taking undergraduate classes in physics when he's already had a full career in medicine and a PhD. He's back to taking classes. That's the spirit. That's what my next book is all about. Unbelievable. I need to find Dr. Steiner and bring him on my show. With that, Steiner began working on his dissertation with Marston Advising. Throughout the process, Steiner says he made many new friends, especially the faculty who served on his dissertation committee, including professors James Vallis and Antal Jevecki. I highly respected my committee, Steiner said. And he tackled a very difficult problem. In the everyday world, there are two types of particles, fermions and bosons. Particles have an angular momentum or spin. Particles with half integer spins are fermions and particles with whole integer spins are bosons. While this might seem like a small difference, it has enormous consequences. Electrons are fermions and photons are bosons, Marston said. But there are certain circumstances under which you can characterize a fermion as a boson. That is what is known as bosonization and there are certain advantages to it doing that. Usually people do this for one-dimensional problems, but for years I had been working with people like the late Tony Houghton trying to extend this to higher dimensions, such as two-dimensional or three-dimensional metals. We had some success with this, but also discovered some limitations. So I gave Memfred the job of trying to move beyond those limitations. He's in his 70s. That was a challenging project. I did not give Memfred an easy project. Valles says he considers Steiner an inspirational figure. No kidding. I remember meeting Manfred in the hallway when he was taking undergraduate classes, Valles recalled. He was unabashed about wanting to do physics and having wanted to do it all his life. His excitement about physics as someone who had such a stellar career in another field felt really affirming. My goodness. Unbelievable. Vallis describes working with Steiner as really pleasurable and adds the theory that he was uh, that he was doing involves techniques that are incredibly advanced and challenging to master. Of his dissertation, Vallis says Steiner, quote, did an amazing job describing the march of physics in the context of bosonization. He believes in the human's minds in the human mind's capacity to advance and create knowledge. Seeing him do it was incredibly inspiring, enabling, and empowering to me as a physicist, close quote, the newly minted PhD. Having successfully defended his thesis and completed all requirements for a PhD in physics, Steiner says he's ecstatic. It feels really good, he said. I'm really on top of the world. And despite this being his third doctoral degree, it's particularly special to him. This PhD is the one that I most cherish because it's the one that I was striving for my whole life. And Steiner is not prepared to rest on his laurels. He is currently reworking part of his dissertation for publication and plans to continue his theoretical physics work. It's mind-blowing. Even though I'm old, I would like to continue with physics, he said. And even after writing and publishing this paper, I want to continue my research. That perseverance is consistent with Steiner's approach to life, and he believes he still has more to offer. I always try to keep my brain sharp, he said. Physics certainly helped me do that. Steiner admits 
He sometimes wonders how his life might have gone differently if he had not heeded his mother and uncle's advice as a young man. Quote, I do sometimes wonder how things might have gone differently, he said. I do not regret it now. It's funny that he's mentioning regret because uh, in chapter 7 of my forthcoming book, the whole chapter is about uh, you know, how to manage regret as part of you achieving ataraxia or tranquility of mind. I'm really excited uh, in releasing the next book and I'm so excited to have found the story because I'm going to now add it uh, as part of the chapter on perseverance. So I do not really regret it now. It was a good life and I made many good friends. It felt very good, particularly after I got my PhD and worked in academic medicine. But physics always lurked in the background, close quote. When asked what those approaching retirement age should do, Steiner says everybody needs to make their own choices. But for him, the choice was clear. Quote, I could not imagine spending my life playing golf all the time, Steiner said. I wanted to do something that keeps my mind active. But it is a matter of whatever you want to do. If you have a dream, follow it. It sounds obvious, people, but we put these shackles in our head. You know, I'm too old to do this. No, you're not. He's 89 years old getting a PhD. Sometimes that dream may never have been verbalized. It may be buried in the subconscious. It is important not to waste your older years. There's a lot of brain power in older people, and I think it can be of enormous benefit to younger generations. Older people have experience, and many times history repeats itself, close quote. As for young people choosing between following a passion and taking a more conventional path in life, Steiner says, quote, I think young people should follow their dreams, whatever they are. They will always regret it if they do not follow their dreams. Oh my God, I'm so excited. I'm going to add all this in my forthcoming book. And actually, it's really relevant to something that happened today. I just spoke to my former doctoral supervisor, who's a really eminent, uh, eminent psychologist. Uh, his name is uh, Dr. Jay Russo. He was, he was recently inducted into, I can't remember whether it's a, the Fellow of the Advancement for Science or one of those really prestigious um, organizations in the United States. Well, he just announced that he will be retiring from Cornell. And uh, so several of his doctoral students, including yours truly, will be heading down to Cornell soon to celebrate uh, his retirement. And earlier today, we were speaking on the phone. I was out on a walk with my wife and I connected with Jay. It had been a few years since we last spoke. And I asked him, you know, do you, do you regret that you're retiring? He's now, I think he's about to turn 80. And he's been incredibly productive all the way till till now. And uh, I've always admired him for that, right? I mean, he's he's done it all. He's a very well-known psychologist. He's, you know, he's a professor at the John, Johnson Graduate School of Management at Cornell. Incredibly prestigious professorship. You know, he's published tons of papers. He's made a lot of important contributions, but he's always been publishing. But now, you know, the sun has, is setting on that career. He's, you know, he's going to pack it in. And so, you know, here's a here's a guy who maybe not as old as Dr. Steiner, but, you know, is reaching his 80th birthday and he was still pumping papers like uh, his life depended on it. Uh, that's what purity is, right? You're doing it for no other reason than the intrinsic reason of pursuing knowledge and pursuing science and pursuing truth. So uh, thank you, Brian Keating, for having uh, alerted me to this incredible story. I will now try to weave it into uh, my forthcoming book. And again, people, the life lesson here is, you know, at times there are things that it's simply too late for you to do. You know, if I wanted to be a 
a you know a male lead in a ballet uh, i'm a bit too old and not talented enough to do that and so you know your dreams have to be rooted in reality but many times our dreams uh we talk ourselves out of them because we think we're you know we're not good enough we're too old uh, people want to you know respect us if we do them but but these are self-imposed shackles here's the gentleman who decided to get his third doctorate unbelievable story i hope it has inspired you go out there fulfill your dreams and make the world a better place take care everybody cheers